Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Ghost of the Night, a haunting and paranormal podcast. All right, Phil Sams, thank you so much for taking the time to check out this podcast. If you're new to the program, I hope you enjoy it. Be sure to reach out and let me know what you think. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about Portals to Hell, the new show on Travel Channel that features Jack Osborne and Katrina, formerly of Paranormal Lockdown and the infamous Paranormal State. I've talked about this a little on social media, but today I wanted to actually give it its due justice since I've got a couple episodes under my belt. We are also going to talk about Satan and the UFO connection. And then later on in the podcast, friend of the show, Annie Mechel, comes back on and gives us a lowdown on the changes coming that have come in her life and her coming to grips with her abilities. And she also shares some stories with us. So... Let's go ahead and get the podcast started. Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. Now, if you've listened to this podcast through the first 36 or so episodes, you know I'm not a huge fan of the paranormal shows. And that is basically because they have turned into a demon love fest because they know that's what gets people to tune in. So they are catering to the lowest common denominator, and that is people's fascinations with demons. So they are just giving them more of it to when there is so much more in the realm of the paranormal and of ghosts in paranormal investigating. So they are they have moved to that side. So whenever there's a new show coming out, I always assume the worst, and especially when I heard about Portals to Hell, especially with that name, I was definitely figuring it was going to be Ghost Adventures on steroids. They were going to talk about demons, Satan, everything is a ghost. So I wasn't looking forward to it. I didn't have high hopes up, but to do my due diligence, I wanted to at least give it a shot and check it out. That way I could either bash it or say, hey, it's not too bad. So there's about four episodes in the, that have been aired thus far. I waited till this time to kind of just give it its due diligence and before I come out with my official opinion. And after I've checked out all the episodes that have been aired so far, I have to say I'm somewhat intrigued by it. The name's a little deceiving. Yes, they do talk about 
demons and portals and stuff, which is perfectly okay. I'm not against talking about them because those theories are out there, and I don't despise those per se. But what I don't like is when people immediately talk any kind of negativity forces them to jump into, it's a demon, or Satan's out to get me. Yes, all those things do play a role, but not every bad feeling or every creak, creak in the night or every bump or every knock or every footstep you hear means a demon's coming to possess your soul and drag you off to hell. No, spirits do interact. There is something going on, whether it is a spirit item. You know, I'm they're all theories. I'm not 100% sure whether it's a dead person's spirit trying to communicate with us or there's some other explanation for this phenomenon. But like I said, de- these shows have really just pushed the limits of what the paranormal world is all about, and that is what I don't like about them. For them, it's all about getting views, getting, or I should say, getting people to watch the show to make the advertisers happy. I understand it. It's a business. They got to make money. But present themselves honestly and do the paranormal investigating world justice and try to do a true representation of what paranormal investigating is just not do the sensational stuff. So that is my problem with them. And when I heard about Portals to Hell, I expected much of the same. So I wasn't looking forward to it. So I watched it, and I'm pleasantly surprised that they're not completely over-the-top demon-heavy. Yes, they do mention portals. They do mention things being on the negative side. But they keep it true, and they keep it honest to themselves. They're not saying this is what it is like other shows, but they do a proper investigation. They don't get too heavy with the equipment. Yes, they use REM pods. They've used some other stuff, digital recorders. They've, I've seen them use, I believe it's the last episode, they used an SLS camera, which I don't know if it's actually picking or mapping out a spirit or something there. It could just be, I don't know. That's up for debate debate and that's a topic for another show but they're not gadget heavy which i like but it's okay because like i said they're not sensational and they're objective about their or what they experience now a lot of what you experience on a paranormal investigation or if you're just spooked out in your own house if you're not a paranormal investigator you know your brain can play tricks on you and elevate things to make it seem more than what it really is. And when you go into a charged atmosphere with high expectations and you're you know, going out and looking for the paranormal, your brain can naturally find what it's looking for and try to justify certain things. And they keep a real even keel. Every bump, they don't immediately go crazy demon. They investigate, they document it, and then they discuss it. They don't present their thoughts and evidence as fact. You hear them say the words unexplained or I can't explain that, which I like. They don't automatically just go, boom, something happens, boom. Okay, that is definitely a spirit. No, they don't do that. And that's what I like because you have to analyze everything that happens. Try to find a rational explanation for it. Unlike other shows where they don't, they they come into it one-sided. So far, Portals to Hell has not done that, and I appreciate that. So I'm going to continue to watch and see where it goes from here. They, you know, naturally they're hitting some big locations. Bobby Mackey's, which has been done 
I've been there not as a paranormal investigator, as a patron. Eastern State Penitentiary they've done, then some other ones. You know, so they're hitting the biggies, but I really definitely am going to give it a shot, and hopefully they won't turn to the dark side like some of the other shows and be so over the top. And that is my official opinion thus far on Portals to Hell. So give it a shot if you want, if you're into it. I personally, out of all of them thus far that I've seen and experienced in the past, I think this is probably one of the better ones. So it's well worth the watch. But we'll see if it sticks around and if they stay true to the form. So now let's go move on to the next thing I want to discuss. And don't forget, Anna Nicole is coming up here in a little bit. New Extra Charge Hot and Iced Coffee from Dunkin' is made with 20% extra caffeine from green coffee extract because we could all use a little extra this year. Whether that's an extra boost, some extra boldness, or the drive to go the extra mile, we're extra ready for whatever comes our way and extra excited to take it on. Let's get it done with a medium extra charged coffee from Dunkin' for $2 with 20% more caffeine and pair it with snackable stuffed bagel minis for an added all-day boost. Order ahead on the Dunkin' app. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Now, every now and then, you know, I cruise the internet looking for paranormal stuff just to either share or talk about or give me some ideas for show topics. Something came across my screen that I wanted to share with you guys. And also, I did share it on Twitter. So if you don't follow me on Twitter, be sure to head over to Twitter and follow me. My handle is at night underscore ghost. Give me a follow. I try to interact as much as I can. But I come across these things and this popped on my screen and I shared it on Twitter. So and it got a lot of response on Twitter. So I wanted to, you know, include it in an episode and talk about it. And since we, we all know that, like I just stated, and I've stated in past episodes, there is a demon craze going on. It's interesting to people. They want to hear about that kind of stuff. And that's what draws views. That's what gets people talking about it. Just, you know, the sinister nature of it. People are looking for that kind of stuff because it it entertains them. And so I came across this, what appears to be a uh, letter, I believe, or yeah, a letter to the Times Union. And I believe that's out of New York somewhere. Somebody on Twitter said it was close to them. That was their hometown newspaper or something to that effect. But so basically the the gist of the letter to the this particular publication was talking about Satan and there is a UFO connection with, or the Satan is connected to the UFO phenomenon. Now this is obviously somebody, one of these typical Bible thumpers that, Everything is Satan. Satan is trying to bring all of us to hell and fight God's will in every single facet of every single day. Everything they don't agree with, it's Satan. The old water boy, Bobby Boucher and his mama, everything's Satan. Everything they don't agree with is Satan. That is obviously the type of person who wrote this letter. That is who they are. They see Satan in everything. And everything they don't agree with is Satan. They just can't understand or realize that just you know, there's this crazy shit out there. And it's a shame. And don't get me wrong, I don't discount everything everybody says when it comes to Satan and all that. I think he gets way too much freaking credit. And that's basically what he talks about, how he connects the dots between Satan and the UFO, is basically just because Satan is giving us UFOs to distract us and keep us away from God's, wor- God's word. Come on, dude. 
don't be typical Bible-thumping dickhead, essentially. Not everything is Satan. If you feel that UFO, the UFO phenomenon is a uh, tool that Satan uses, I feel sorry for you because you're missing out on the bigger picture. We don't even know what the UFO phenomenon is. A lot of it can be explained by natural phenomenon or top-secret project we're not privy to. It doesn't mean it's an alien. It doesn't mean Satan is trying to take away or condemn our souls to bring us away from God. No, it's just a phenomenon. We have no idea what it is. And I do believe that there's God. I do believe there's Satan because you can't have good without evil. You can't have light without dark. That much I know for sure. But we, just like the paranormal, the UFO phenomenon, we don't know what it is. We are trying to figure it out. But that is my problem with these over-religious people or religious, I hate to use the term fanatics, but that is my problem with them. If they don't understand it, it's immediately Satan or evil. Keep an open mind. Not everything is freaking evil. Not everything is Satan. Not everything is a freaking demon. Sometimes there's shit we just don't understand. I don't understand how this computer works, but doesn't mean it's freaking Satan. Keep an open mind. If you feel that way, you have the right to that opinion. But just know that you kind of look kind of stupid and not everybody is going to hell or following Satan's path that is interested or has shown or shown an interest in things they don't understand. That is human nature. We always try to figure things out. That is why we started exploring, because we wanted to find new things and understand them. If we don't understand them, we study them and try to figure it out and form a rational explanation for it. Same thing goes for UFOs. That is why the paranormal has taken off. We don't know all the answers. I'm not saying everything is a spirit or everything is a ghost. There could be rational explanations for it, but we just don't understand it. That is what makes things paranormal. Paranormal or the Satan aspect of it is only one facet of it, and it is one theory. So don't group everything into a box. We are explorers by nature. We want to find answers to things. That is how we got to this point in our lives, by searching for answers, tackling tough concepts or tough ideas or trying to push forward and find out answers and see how things work and understand things. That's what we do. So not everything is Satan. And yes, there could be some evil things. I just think that people of my generation and before have really, you know, they were taught that by the church or their families that everything you don't understand is Satan and Satan's out to get you. Let's face it, you're not that freaking important. I'm not that freaking important. Not everything is something trying to condemn us to hell. We have actually been programmed to think that there is something out to get us at all times. And that is why people fear Satan or fear the demonic or even fear Satanism. People who actually go out and practice or worship or whatever they do or witchcraft or whatever. We fear those people to where it's just another religion, essentially. So we have to look past our fear of the unknown or fear of the understand, not understanding something. And that involves Satanists. If somebody wants to worship Satan, by all means, go right freaking ahead. I don't care. And don't, if you fear somebody that worships Satan, 
All right, he gets too much credit for shit anyway. Now, I know I'm going to get emails and letters and probably direct messages condemning me for this thought or for this little rant, but that's just how I feel. It's just another religion. If you choose to do it, I don't care whether you're a Satanist or not. So that's my rant on that. I do not think Satan is behind the UFO phenomenon by trying to destruct us or distract us and move us away from God. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Let me know what you think. Be sure to, like I said, follow me on Twitter and let me know what you think. You can find me at night underscore ghost. That is really the best way to get a hold of me and let me know what you think. You could you could also go to the website ghostinthenightpodcast.com for this and find the show notes for this page. It'll be the go to paranormal podcast. It'll be the first one you see most likely. And leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Or send me an email as well. Let's move on to the next topic on the agenda. And that is a conversation with Annie McCole. I've interviewed Annie before and had her on the podcast. I've also done another podcast where we kind of revisited one of her stories with the aid of Mac Paranormal. I talked to her the other day and she wanted to come back on the podcast and kind of tell and explain where she's at with her paranormal journey and maybe share a few stories with, with us. And that is exactly exactly what we do here. So I hope you enjoy it. Be sure to stick around to the end and we'll cover a little bit of business. So here's my conversation with Annie. On the phone tonight, we have Annie Mickle. Now, if you've listened to the podcast, you know, I've had her on this podcast before. And also I did do another. She did. A, she probably might not even know this. She did appear on a second podcast where I covered a story that Max Paranormal did. And I replayed that for the listeners here today. But we have her on the phone. She has made a move up north here to Ohio, and I wanted to get back with her and kind of see how things are going in the paranormal world. And she does have a blog, and it's called The Ghosts That Know Me, so you definitely want to check that out. So, Annie, how are you doing today? I'm very good. How are you doing today? Oh, just wonderful. It's another day of paradise here in Ohio, which you know all about now. (laughs) Yeah, really rainy all week. Really, yeah, down here in Cincinnati, it's been really rainy. Been eighty-five one day, and it was like forty-nine to fifty yesterday, and rainy. It's just nasty. Um, yeah. Okay, so how long? When did, exactly did you make the move back north? So I'm. I moved here in December, and the last time I was on your show, I was packing up my house in uh, West Palm Beach, mm-hmm. and um. We had talked about some of my friends that had died and right. some of the complications I had during some surgeries and um, what started happening. And if anybody wanted to hear the, the, the details of all that, that's on the blog at ghostbetnobi.blogspot.com. But, um, you know, even when we talked in, like, I was really kind of skeptical. Mm-hmm. And then something would happen and I would be, con- you know, convinced for a day. And then I'd go back to being skeptical. And, you know, now I've moved to Ohio, I thought that, you know, maybe my apartment was haunted. I do have a haunted object, but I left the haunted object in my car. So, you know, I thought maybe, like, I wouldn't have experiences in Ohio. And then um, things kind of, <laughs> kind of, it's, I wouldn't say worse because I haven't had any negative experiences, mm-hmm. but things kind of took off. Mm-hmm. And I started having kind of really strange experiences. 
No. Um, like my vision. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll chime in. My anyway. vision. Yeah, my visions and my dreams and my like ability to read people's like personalities and their thoughts, mm-hmm. and then ghosts like somehow you know, trying to give me messages or get me to go certain places or meet specific people has been happening a lot. And I have a lot of family members that live in this area that have experienced the paranormal, but I don't really know, like, why it took off when I returned here. Right. Now, just for the listeners, everybody, if they heard your podcast where you know on before, you do have some psychic medium abilities. It's not really refined. You suppress those abilities for a long time and you're just now starting to really get in touch with them correct yeah like i really don't i i have never had anybody train me you know my family member that tells me but my family's kind of like a sink or swim kind of mentality like uh you know how to do this like you figure it out like you trust your instincts trust your gut you know and um you know not really training me or or reading a lot of books or teaching me i don't go on investigations or anything like that so um yeah it's kind of developing very naturally mm-hmm. and i don't have a lot of experiences with negative entities i, I mean i have a few, had a few but i don't it doesn't happen very often right now when you were on before we also talked about you you kind of had an interest in going on some investigations so you haven't been on any investigations as of official no i've had i've been actually invited um on a couple they tended to be a little far away right. and it was you know in the snowy season right now right. so i haven't um but I've, I've been considering it i want to go but i want to feel really safe with right. the group that i choose to go with because right. um I'm, I, I'm safe on my own when this happens because i've been dealing with this since i was a kid mm-hmm. But some of the locations and everything are kind of scary. You know, I always joke that you could, like, walk right off the edge of Waverly Hills. But um, I have extreme PTSD, and I'm kind of worried going into a place that might have some negative spirits, like being really vulnerable and and getting an attachment. So um, I just have to find the right group to go with where I feel really safe. Right. Yeah, well, like I think I extended an offer before, but you know I do have a investigation coming up that's you know and we're not too far away, and actually the group that I generally investigate with, I think today they were actually up your way towards uh, the Moonville Tunnel area. I know they're not too far mm-hmm. away from Ohio University. They were up there today, but uh, we do have a. Uh, I know I'm going June first, so you're more than welcome to attend that if you can travel a little bit. Yeah, I might I might pick you up on that offer, it's, actually. Where we're going, I've covered this. It's a location I've been to several. I've probably been there five times. Uh, Rawls Opera House, I've done several podcasts about it in Cynthiana, Kentucky. Oh, you you tried to get me to go there before. Yeah. And you know what's funny is I have this very, I know there's a woman in white there. Right, yeah. And the first time you asked me, I got this clear feeling that I would definitely, like, I would see her on a stairway. And I don't know why. I just, every time that it comes up, I keep thinking, like, I'm going to see her on a, in, in a big stairway. Well, that's kind of the thing there. I've never seen the lady in white um, in person, but it is reported that she there's a stairway going upstairs to the balcony levels, and people have seen her come down that stairway. Now, that is the, uh, that particular location is where, you know, I've caught a shadow figure in a still photo, and I also have uh, 
we did uh, an investigation. Matter of fact, the last time I was there, I did an episode on that as well. But where, or I put a video up on YouTube with that one, where you know we had some lights turn on, kind of weird for no for no particular reason. But of all the places I've been to, that's got the most activity. I don't think there's anything dark or evil there. I mean, it seems more of just something wants to make a contact with you, but. But that's, I know, I'm pretty sure we're going back there June 1st, I think. I think it's Saturday, June 1st. I have to check. And it's scheduled to check. Yeah, I'll have, have to see if I can do that. Okay, let's see. So, I know you you, you spoke about it just a little bit briefly there. You talked about last podcast. But really, things really ramped up with you when your friend passed away and he was speaking to you. Now, is he still reaching out to you and making contact with you? Well, yes, and he, like, I am eventually going to start some YouTube channels. I write other blogs, and um, I write on different topics, but he talks to me over the ghost hunting app from Google Play, and a lot of people say it doesn't work, but he, it is like a texting conversation. Like, the other day, I got, I even posted on Twitter, you can see it on my Twitter profile, he was... I was having a problem with a family member. His family member was sick and um, having problems, and I was getting very frustrated. And he texted, like, or I say texted because it's just like texting somebody. But it said, cut the cord, never. Hmm. And it was, it said a couple other things about, like, kind of like about us being a family because um, they were both military people. And then I got up to do laundry, and it said, and I was like, geez, why, why did I sit down? So I sat down, and then it said, doctor. And I said, well, yeah, I went to the doctor today. And it said, no, it said him. And, you know, I was, I thought it meant because the, pro- the person was already having an issue. But the next day, um, the person's legs swelled up, and they had to go to the emergency room. Wow. Um, so it was kind of. But I also was in a situation, this is kind of funny, um, I am divorced and I I was dating somebody and the ghost app was on and um, the person kissed me and the ghost app said, you're a horrible wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, I started, I was like, you know, Matthew, you're such a jerk. And I'm like, you know, telling off. And my friend, I think at this point, didn't... The, the guy was saying, I don't think he re- really believes all of it. Right. And so I'm telling off this ghost app and it starts talking to me. <laughs> and it starts, it said, you know, uh, it just, it started talking to me. And I said, well, I start, I was leaving and I said, are you coming with me? Or are you staying here? And it said, going, going with you. And, and then I said, well, are you going in the car with me? And it said, no, I'm up too high. And he makes a lot of jokes that he's an angel. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I mean, I get these weird messages. I get (laughs) jokes. I get movie references. Like, weird. It's it's kind of funny. So I am going to try to get on YouTube and, like, post some of those videos so people see that it really does happen. Yeah, because I'm, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with the apps. But I think I know which one, which app you're using. Because I think we kind of discussed it before. It's so hit and miss. I've had really good responses with them at times, and then I've had just random 
bullshit that I've had, has no bearing on what anything. But I have had a few responses, and it's kind of weird. I just don't know what to make of them, really. Well, what I find curious about it is he is the only person that usually comes through. Right. And it's really clear because of the, the things he says and the personality and the joke. Like, they're all very clearly him, and he's always talking about my family members mm-hmm. or his family members or, you know, or putting out names of people that I'm going to meet. Like, I'll get a name, and, like, a couple weeks later, I'll meet somebody, and um, it'll be that specific name. It's... um. So, yeah, it happens. He's always around. Right. Yeah. That, um, that's, I mean, that's comforting for you, I'm sure, as long as he doesn't, you know, start turning to the dark side and messing with you a little bit. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't. Yeah. And that's funny. I remember the last time we actually communicated was the guy you were dating. You just started dating a guy, I believe, because in the conversation. Because you, yeah. you, you sent me a message about, it was back in December, I think, was actually the last time we actually talked or corresponded through Twitter, I believe it was. But you sent me a message about you had a vision of some kind of engage, engagement ring or some kind of ring. Do you remember this conversation we had? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but well, just, just for the listeners, she sent me that message. And just so everybody knows, I, w- actually, I think it was on a Monday, and I was in proposing to my fiancé now, on Wednesday. So I started to freak out a little bit when you sent that message like, oh shit, what the hell's going on? She's picking up on what I'm doing. This is getting weird. <laughs> well, it's possible because there are other people. What I'm noticing too is um, there are other people in my in my visions. Like when I have a, a vision in my dream like that, there are people around and then when See, like, sometimes I'm wrong, and I think it's about me, or I think it's about, like, a specific person in my life, mm-hmm. but then later on down the road, I meet somebody and their family, and I see the people that were in my dream. Right. So, at the time, when we talked, I thought it was about a specific person. Later, I met somebody else and met their family, and it was their mother in my dream. Wow. And... So, because I, I, I kept asking, and he pulled out a picture, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, that's, that's who was in my dream. Wow. So, um, so yeah, let me tell you a story about, about that, actually. Um, I, so, I had some, somebody contact me, and they were interested in my blog, and I had known him since high school. So, I went over to see, to his house one day. We were going to watch, you know, shows. TV shows, ghost shows and stuff. And um, I uh, I started having this feeling like something was like, t- somebody was talking to me. Like somebody kept talking to me, talking like in my ear, over my shoulder. Um, this story is also on meetmyghost.com on the Rosewater episode. But um, he, he was, he wouldn't stop. He would not leave me alone. And I started, you know, having visions of what he looked like. And I realized, that it was a relative of this person. Hmm. And so I paid attention because I kept having a repeated thought and I knew, you know, that was the message to give the person. So I gave the person the message and um, I continued, you know, spend a lot of time at that house and um, I had other things happen. So, like, I think the guy was kind of like, eh, I don't know if this is true. Like, he, he didn't really 
believe that the message I gave him. He was he was a little spooked. Right. And so, like, the next week, I went upstairs to use the bathroom, and I got this creepy feeling, like somebody was with me. So my, my answer to everything is turn on the light. Because if right. I turn on the light, I can't, I can't see the ghost. Right. So um, I can see them in my mind, but I can't see them visually. So right. for some reason, that makes me feel better. So I, I, turn on, I tried to turn on the light, and the light came on. The light went off, and the fan came on. And so I tried to turn on the light again, and this is the light switch. And so I turned the light on again, the light come on, the light went off, the fan came on. And so I tried again. So then I go downstairs and I said, is there something wrong with your light? And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, I tried to explain. So he, he, he takes me back upstairs and says, show me. So I show him, and he was just stunned. And he was like, I don't know how this is happening. And he picks up a remote, and he's like, that light can't even come on. It's completely turned off. It can't come on with that switch. Wow. So he had no, like for some, so then um, a little couple, you know, weeks later, I saw a hand, like a shadow hand, like reach in the room mm-hmm. and pull out of the room and then reach back in. And I, w- and I saw it and I'm like, you know, did I just see that? Mm-hmm. And then I, but I kind of realized like something was just kind of playing around. And, um, and I, and I think it was this family, you know, this family member a couple times, like, uh, the guy had, had to go to bed early and he told me I had to leave. I had to leave on time. You know, I couldn't, we, he couldn't stay up late and he said a specific time. And when the time came on the uh, clock, exactly like 10 o'clock, exactly. Um, it said that the ghost app said, um, get out quarantine. And it was snowing at the time, and I was always complaining about driving home in the snow, and it said, go freeze. Wow. <laughs> and I had this feeling that there was this shadow figure to my left, and I didn't say anything. I'm like, he's going to think I am crazy. Like, I'm not going to tell him that I see the shadow, fi- the, the shadow figures right here. And I didn't say anything, and then it said left. And it, that's exactly where I could feel, feel it. Wow. And so I was like, oh, like, he knew I knew he was there. Right. And so he, he was kind of aggressive. So I ended up telling him he wasn't aggressive in a negative way, but he just really like wanted to talk to me and communicate with me. So I finally said, listen, you're really nice and everything, but you're so aggressive, more aggressive than other ghosts. Like I need to tone it down a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you come in my dreams? Why don't you talk to me in my dreams? So for like a week straight, I started having all these beautiful, happy, happy, happy dreams. And the funny thing is, like, I really don't have dreams unless they are related to paranormal, like, like visions or things that are going to happen. So it was kind of rare. Um, I actually take sleep medication, so I don't have dr- violent dreams and, mm. like, a lot of dreams. So it was, like, a week straight of all these happy dreams. And they all involved, like, this family and stuff. It was kind of wild. So then, um, you know, it just, there were times, like, he he would just say things on the ghost app, you know, uh, like I said, to talk to this family member one day and it said something about a pact. Right. And it was like, cause you know, he and I had made this pact. He's going to come in my dream. Hmm. And so he was like, you know, Nope, I'm not talking to you. Like, you know, and, he, um, but, uh, yeah, it was, that was an interesting thing about that, that how. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I wish I got that kind of response up with the the ghost app that I have, but I'm not that fortunate. Of course, I'm not as 
gifted when it comes to the paranormal psychically as you are, apparently. So maybe if I had worked on my psychic side a little bit, maybe I'd have a little bit more luck with it. So speaking, you haven't you said earlier you haven't had any really encounters with anything dark or um, negative, correct? Not in Ohio, no. no. I had um, two negative, uh, I would say three negative experiences in Florida right. that were kind of scary. Yeah. Now, do you have kind of a way or a plan in case you do come across something a little bit more darker or a little bit more sinister? How would you uh, go about protecting yourself and staying yeah. safe? Well, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because I wrote about one of the experiences in the blog post and I. I didn't want anybody to like take it the wrong way. Like the way I deal with it is the way I've learned to deal with it since I was a child based on like the way I was raised and the feelings that I had growing up. And I was raised in, um, in a very religious family. And so like I, but it was a, it, it was a religion where you have like a personal relationship with God and you know, you it it really wasn't based on like uh the like you you can go to church you can worship and everything like that but it was more based on your personal relationship so you're constantly communicating with your higher power yourself so when something like that arises like you know i just pray and i ask for help and i and i say this this higher power this god's going to protect me and you know fight it off you know, with that, with that kind of thing. And I've never had a problem. It's always worked in that way. And it actually, uh, my husband had some negative experiences. Um, uh, my ex-husband had some negative experiences and he had to do the same thing and it worked for him. But, you know, everybody has their own religions and beliefs and, you know, things. And, you know, it, I, whatever works for anyone else and what they believe, you know, I, you know, embrace and accept for them. Um, that's just, since I was a kid, I tell a story in my blog. When I was a kid, I used to feel like there were always people watching me and that there were always people with me. And I always felt that it had to be God because, like, I didn't think it could be ghosts. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I think, like, I always spent that time, like, um, so it's it's really natural for me to think that if these if these good spirits or bad spirits are here, then there's this higher power that's also there watching me. Right. Cause that's just what I thought since I was a kid. Right. Um, so any, uh, you've, we've talked about your blog. So, and you've said you're going to maybe start making some YouTube videos to go, to go along with the blog, essentially. Correct. Yeah. Um, but go ahead and tell everybody where they can find the blog and where they can find you on Twitter. Just in case I forget to hit that when we get out of here, but so they can go check out your blog. The- the blog is ghoststhatknowme.com, or I'm so sorry, I said it wrong, ghoststhatknowme.blogspot.com, and then on Twitter, I'm at ghost underscore no underscore me. Okay. Um, and then also, like, if you Google Annie McCole um, on Google, a lot of the radio episodes, like podcast episodes, right. will come up first, so... Yeah. The other episode of Ghosts in the Night and everything will right. come up first. Right, because yeah, I know I know for a fact if you Google your name, you'll like the your stuff with Max Paranormal. That episode he did with you pops up for sure. I know for sure because that's how when I contacted him, that's got what got me thinking about contacting him to share 
because you shared that story that you shared with him the first go around on this podcast, but I thought it was, you know, nice to kind of hear him highlight him a little bit telling the story because he did it much better than I could actually, you know, recite the story. So, but I know for a fact, if you, yeah, it, if you Google that, Max, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Max channel is really good. And actually he did the video. It got over 200 hits right. and then he redid and made a completely different video and it got 200 hits. Oh, really? So it's a, yeah. So I mean, he, he did two separate videos using the same stories. And so combined, they, they had over 400 hits and right. his channel's really taken off. Right. So. Yeah. Cause he took a little bit of a break there, I guess. And now he's back to making videos this week. I think he posted another one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Cause that story was fascinating. The whole, uh, and which, like I said, you shared it the first go around on here, which it, it's really interesting, especially the one, the, the part, cause it was a two part story, essentially the, um, the boat with the, uh, I'm drawing it blank. Yeah, the bow with the siren. The siren, and then, yes. Huh? And then in the bar, seeing the all the bar. people with different outfits. Yeah, the bar thing. Well, really... I, have one more, I have one more short story for you, sure, but this can be a cliffhanger for you. So I also, you know, in my blog, I had a lot of experiences at work in Florida. And, and that's like one of the things where it, it started to really turn me into a believer in the paranormal because it was affecting other people that I worked with, sometimes two or three of us in the room at the same time. Right. So it's like, well, I'm not crazy. Like everybody else is having, having this experience with me. Well, I got up here and I started working a new job. I work at a different store, um, whole different, you know, whole different um, company. And my manager came to me, her husband had passed away and there were questions concerning his death. And as she's telling me, you know, I got visions of him. I got visions of what happened and, but she wanted to take me to the location and she's talking and I start to realize that three days before I had gone to take my rent check out to my landlord and I ended up lost on this road. I had no idea where I was. I had no idea how I got there. Wow. I ended up having to call the landlord and get the directions to get back to her house. And she even asked me, like, how in the world did you end up there? And I'm like, I, I didn't know. And so the woman at work is telling me the story that she wants to take me to this location. And I'm realizing it's the exact road that I, re you know, I, I realized how lost I was. It was beside a church. And um, I was, you know, when I saw that church, I'm like, geez, I, I have to call somebody. I'm really lost. And, um, that's the exact location she wanted to take me to. Wow. And, um, so I haven't gone there yet. And <laughs> there's also some other places, um, like, uh, some other places around this Columbiana County area mm -hmm. that my friends want to take me. And so I'm hoping to share all that on my blog and on my YouTube channel. Cool. That, that'll, that'll definitely be interesting. Which part, you're in kind of the North Central, correct? Towards Pennsylvania? Uh, I'm on the tri-state, the tri-state area, so I'm right on the Pennsylvania-West Virginia-Ohio border. Okay, all right, yeah, because there's some fascinating areas up that way. That it's got a lot of history with the paranormal up there. Yeah, and that's why I wonder if this—that's why some of this took off when I came back here. Right. Um, having my family being here, and then just because this area, there's a lot of old buildings. There's a lot of old rundown companies that, you know, are just out of business and stuff like that. All right. All right. 
we are going to wrap up this episode. I want to thank Annie for coming back on the podcast and definitely go check out her um, blog because I'm sure you'll be doing, when you actually go to that place, you'll be doing a blog on it and you'll be able to finish up the story there. Yes, I will. You'll be reading it. All right. And when definitely when you get your uh, YouTube channel up and get some videos up there, let me know so I can give you a shout out and make sure we get you some followers and some views for that. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for coming on. All right. That's going to wrap up another episode of Ghost Tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in, checking it out, and making it this far. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Annie. We got a couple things coming up here in the near future. I went on a vacation last month or so, and I wanted to kind of cover that, so be sure to look for upcoming videos for that. And also, I will talk about it on podcast coming up in the near, very near future. Don't forget, you can also reach out to me and follow me on Twitter at night underscore ghost. Hit up the pod or the uh, webpage for all the show notes, and you can even find some of the YouTube videos there. Be sure to head on over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel if you want to take in this podcast via the video format. I also do paranormal investigation type videos of some of my experiences on those investigations. So be sure to subscribe to the channel. I would greatly appreciate it. Don't forget, while you're at the website, check out the show notes. You can also visit the paranormal store I have to get some paranormal merchandise, especially the... Uh, podcast t-shirts i would greatly appreciate it that would be awesome if you could pick one up be sure to listen to future podcasts because i do have some plans to do some additional type stuff or additional type content for this podcast i think will be interesting and i think it'll give you a little bit more entertainment i'll be still doing the natural format from which you're used to but also I want to kind of add a new segment or maybe do some bonus episodes every now and then. So follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and all that stuff to kind of get the lowdown on my plans for the podcast and what we have coming up in the future. So thank you once again. I appreciate all the support everybody gives me, the people that reach out to me. I really appreciate it. And we will see you next week with another brand new episode of Ghost in the Night. Take care, everybody. flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at penfed.org/autorefi 
or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.